UFC 294 is upon us, Mr. Jefferson. It is upon us. Yes, fucking sir. And I think it's better than ever. I uh, You were mentioning earlier before we hopped on the pod, I think the only other time this has happened was you said when Nate and Tony fought when Hamza got canceled. Yeah, I think that's the only time the main and co-main got like all switched around and all jumbled and fucked on us. Yeah, so and usually when that happens, we get fucked. We end up with at least one shitty fight, bare minimum. I mean, we got two of the best you could fucking ask for. I can't think of two better matchups they could have made out of this fumble fuck of a card. And I'll tell you another thing, too, going forward. Paula Costa is on my do-not-watch list permanently. Do-not-watch? I mean, I, I'm going to watch him whenever he's on, but I, I'm, I'm going to put him in my do-not-believe list. I'm not believing a word that motherfucker says ever. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm going to I'm gonna keep him on the DNF. I'm going to, or not DNF, I'm going to follow him on Twitter continuously. I will continuously follow all his social medias, but I don't think I'll ever watch a fucking fight of his again. I'm done with that bastard, dude. Fuck him. Absolutely fuck him. Yeah, I mean, it's always something with that fucking bastard. Yeah, I'm done with his shenanigans. So let's roll into this main event, the highly anticipated rematch of Islam Mahachev taking on Alexander Volkanovsky. Jeff, give us your breakdown. Give us your pick. Is this going to be your lock of the night? Dude, you know how bad I want it to be my lock of the night, but... I've been giving you guys some fucking bad ones recently, so I, I, I can't be I can't keep chasing the money. I but I'm still gonna rock with fucking Volkanovsky, no doubt. I mean it's an unofficial lock of the night, but it's a lock of the fucking night. I mean Volk is fucking I, I I don't see a way that he loses this. I mean, this going up in weight kinda like I said for the last fight, he's he's a fucking pain in the ass and especially ten days notice that that just that sounds fucking impossible. Going against a, a fucking live dog in bulk. I mean, I, I don't see a way that fucking Islam can pull it off. Seriously. So it's your lean of the night, more of a lock of the night. Oh, yeah. No doubt. It's my fucking... It, yeah, it's my fight tonight. It's my fucking... I, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's definitely what I'm looking forward to in this fight. No matter how much cheddar I got on anything else, this is this is what I want. Was the first fight in 2023 or was it 2022? 2022, 2022, because it was like a year ago, I thought. So do you think this would be back-to-back fights of the year, same fight? Because I think a consensus fight of the year last year was pretty close to probably the first matchup in terms of, like, viewership and... Yeah, I don't know, because we got some fucking bangers this year, not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, we do big time. So I'm, I'm not sure. Like you said, the cards have been way better than they were fucking, like, last year. Oh, this time last year, they started to stink. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I, I've honestly been looking forward to, like, every fight night, every fucking pay-per-view or fight night. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I'm also rocking with Alexander, the great Vol- Volkanovsky, and... I think people are looking at this a little backwards. I think people are looking at it like Islam's coming in with, you know, uh, how would you say it, like less less room for error. But I think that's Volkanovski. I think Volkanovski fought a great fight the first time. If a few, few more little things would have went his way, he would have been 
easily the winner of that fight. He would have been double champ, and he still would have whipped Yair with double belts. I think people are looking at it like that was Islam the first fight. Like, he fought a perfect fight. He has a game plan. He knows what to do when he goes in. He can't fight that same fight again and win twice. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, if if they're going to go tip for that, I don't see fucking Volk not making the move, the enough, uh, what you call it, like adjustments and those little, if Islam leaves it out there for him, I don't see Volk letting it, letting it go past his grasp this time. No, not in a rematch. Yeah. Yeah, no shot. I, I definitely think Volk got this one, dude. I, that just, the whole size thing is really what fucks it for me, too, because getting that, getting a smaller man down, it's fucking damn near impossible. Yeah, well, they have smaller limbs, smaller frame. It's not as easy as it's like a pit bull and a fucking German Shepherd. It's not as easy as people make it seem. Yeah, if you've been on any one-on-one drill, fucking blocking, you know, fucking low man wins every fucking time, <laughs> and Volk's definitely the low man. Yeah, that was exactly my thinking too. Is that Islam going into this matchup is going to have to pin him to the ground for like three of the rounds and win three like that? I haven't seen anyone do that to Volk ever. And I haven't seen anyone dominate him on the feet ever. So I don't see Islam being that guy either. If Max Holloway couldn't do it, Islam definitely can't fucking do it. If you yeah, ask me. Is, and Islam, like that Chael clip in the interview said, he was preparing for for another easy night out with fucking Charles. Let's be real here. Yeah, 100%. And now he's got this fucking pit bull coming up. And I know fucking Volk's prepared. He's been looking forward to this. I mean... Yeah, I just I think Islam is gonna have to fight a perfect fight the way he wants to fight it to win this fight. He can't go like you said, go tit for tat with Volk and win a rematch. I don't see it happening. I think this favors Volk. I think the chaos of it being short term kind of favors Volk too, in my opinion. I honestly think the the chaos of like the short term oh, yeah. notice definitely favors Volk. Definitely favors a striker normally, in my opinion. Yeah. I- I don't, I don't know. The grappler usually wins on short notice, but the dog always wins on short notice. So That's true. Give me the dog. Yeah, I think what would be interesting watching this matchup is where Islam has gotten to on the feet at this point in his career. Because we haven't really got to see in any of the matchups besides the Volkanovski matchup. Like, at least with Hamzat, you got to see it with Amir Shart. With Habib, you got to see it throughout his career. I feel like with Islam, we haven't seen it yet, and I'm really interested to see where he's gotten to at this point. Yeah, no doubt. Well, let's roll into the also super interesting co-main event. Kamara Usman taking on Hamza Chemaev after Paula Costa. I know he had an elbow. He got surgery, but I heard rumors that he might have already knew, and then he waited to tell everyone. Like, he already knew, like, pretty early on into his camp. I'm not really sure exactly what happened. The pictures he was showing almost made it seem like he had a damn infection on his elbow or something. Yeah, that um, shit was gross. <laughs> yeah. I'm not entirely sure of the full story. I have to read up a little more in the next couple of days to really formulate an opinion. Uh, I'm going to continue to follow him on Twitter, but I don't think I'm going to continue to tune in for his fights. I'll watch, but I'm not going to be excited for any of them. Oh, no. I'm always excited for Paul Acosta. I mean, the Terminator is named the terminator for a fucking reason (laughs) (laughs) i do love his twitter too the mocking dana with the secret juice and all that shit i think it's fucking hilarious yeah Yeah, oh my god 
craziest thing. Secret Juice made it longer than you saw it. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking nuts. So before we give an analysis in this fight, let's talk about a little something that was surfacing on Twitter and Instagram and all the above fucking UFC reports. Uh, Kamara Usman and Justin Gaethje were doing a live grappling session, kind of throwing feints at each other. Kamaru took Gaethje down, and it looked like Kamaru Usman's mouth, something popped. Gaethje, Gaethje said he didn't say that. Yeah, and I also listened to it back, and I heard what Chael had to say. And it's one of them Yanni fucking laurels things where you're like, what the fuck was it? <laughs> like the fucking dressing shit? Yeah. <laughs> or the fucking, what was what was the other one? Fucking brainstorm or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. But where it fucking sounds like two different things. But I, yeah, I think he's fine. Me too. Me too. I thought people took that and ran with it and used it as a yeah. headline. Especially when Gaethje kind of explained exactly what he said. It seemed like that's what he could have mouthed. And honestly, I don't think, I think if something popped, quote unquote, like really bad, I don't think Usman would be fighting. Yeah. I mean, yeah he's I, got a lot of pride, think... but he's not dumb either. Yeah, no doubt. I don't think he'd go in there with, like, a blown MCL. Yeah, no shot. Especially against fucking his toughest, pretty much his toughest task to be. I mean, going off against fucking Hamza. I, I would say his toughest task since getting the belt from Woodley at the time, going into that matchup, because you didn't know what to yeah. think, because Tyrone was the fucking champ. So, uh, l- well, let's talk about it. Since we're going to assume that Kamaru's at full health, let's talk about what we think is going to happen here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I really was feeling confident for the last couple of weeks. I'm like, Hamza is going to roll Usman. Like, Usman's knees look like they're buckled in. Usman didn't look great against Leon. But then I'm like, did Leon just have him figured out? And did he just have the perfect recipe to beat Usman? Am I forgetting who Usman is, too? Like, is that part yeah, of it? Is that's it what I feel like. I feel like it's... It's almost a trap because, like, Usman's a big boy and he's going up, so everyone's going to think, hey, let's go Hamza. Why, why, why would we even think go Usman? But still, I'm also thinking that way as well. I think Hamza rolls him. I know. I Yeah, I'm not sure. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the matchups on the feet because Usman's definitely sharper on the feet, I'll say that. But Hamza, like we saw against Gilbert, he packs a fucking punch too and he can eat a punch. I think that's yeah. where the fight will be made. I, it's going to be interesting. I hope it yeah, pans be a war. Yeah. I hate this. Yeah, fuck it. Hamzat's my lock of the night. I mean, I'm I'm a little worried, but I smell Cheddar. Cheddar's also on the trap, on the fucking rat trap, so that could be what I'm smelling, but give me Hamza. I, I, I don't see any way that he loses this. I mean, Usman's got fucking Kenny Smith knees in... <laughs> And his two last showings were just not good at all. They're, they weren't they weren't Usman. And Hamzat's just a whole different fucking animal. Yeah, I, and I don't. I was going to say, another thing that worries me about Usman going into this one is he could not. I don't know if Leon just hasn't figured out, but he couldn't take down Leon, who is substantially yeah. smaller than Hamzat. If you can't take down Leon, you're not fucking. I, I don't know yeah, what and, you're going to do to Hamzat. And, like, how. How would Hamzat win? Uh, see, that's the thing too. I think Hamzat can win about any way. I don't. I'm trying. I, to... I don't know. I, <laughs> I see, or not Hamzat. My bad. Uzman. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that would we, Usman, wouldn't yep. it? I know. I'm I was sorry, gonna I'm say, fucking brain fucking chewed right now. Yeah, we're we were telepathic. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, yeah. well, I think Hamza can win anyway. Usman, I he's not gonna hold him down. There's no shot of that. No fucking chance in hell. I mean, I guess if it stays on the feet and he can win the jab exchanges, I guess. I Maybe I, throw like an overhand fucking they call it Jorge with, but... Yeah, and, and he could turn it into a dogfight, and sometimes dog, if it's a brutal dogfight, anyone could win. Like, yeah. the fight between Hamza and Gilbert could have almost went either way. So he could try to turn it. He could have took that. I think he trains with Gilbert. He could have took that and tried to run with it and turn it into an ugly dog fight. But yeah, I would lead Hamza. Would you parlay it or would you just go straight for the bones? Hate to say it, I'm fucking. I'm definitely parlaying it. <laughs> You're parlaying Hamza. <laughs> I don't have the fucking bones to fucking bet on a minus 280 street. What do I look like? That's why I was asking. I was going to say, would you throw out what your bet was if you would bet him straight? Because that's not a favorable bet right now. Oh yeah. Uh, Would you parlay it with like a finish or go the distance? No, I, I, we're actually going to get to the other leg of the parlay. So let let me not spoil it. So is this a special UFC 294 locked parlay we're going for here? Oh yeah. I mean, usually it fucks me up whenever I, whenever I don't have the fuck, whenever I make it a little complicated and don't go straight on a fighter. But fuck it, mine as well. <laughs> keep it, just keep it two legs or under. You'll be straight. Yep. Now, let's talk about another fight with... Uh, actually, it's kind of a bit of a sleeper fight, but has a lot of implications for the division. Magomed Ankalaev's taking on Johnny Walker. Magomed Ankalaev's 18-1-1, Johnny Walker 21-7. Um, this is a really... This is like fucking honey and vinegar, dude. This is as weird yeah, as it this is so funky. <laughs> this is like... Because would, would you say... Maybe outside of Yuri, we haven't seen Pereira yet. So let's say, well, we've seen a Pereira versus Jan, but we haven't seen enough of him yet. Would you say outside of Yuri that Magomed's probably the best light heavyweight right now, even though he's not fighting for the title? And we're not counting Hill either? No, I yeah, no, not counting Hill. Well, I mean, obviously I'm going to say Jan Blahovich is better, but... Yeah, I, I wasn't really thinking of Jan either because he's probably on his <laughs> way out. Like, but, in terms yeah. of perennial contenders, I would say he's the best one here. And to yeah. say, if you would have said last year that the best light heavyweight in the world, maybe even better than Yuri, time will tell, is going to fight Johnny Walker, I would have said, what the fuck are you talking about? I'd have been like, what the hell are you talking about? But Johnny Walker's on a three-fight win streak, and it almost looks as if... Dude, what? It, How is he on a three-fight win streak? I feel like I just watched him get his ass fucking exploded. Yeah, or or when he fucking Looney Tune fell on his back. Yeah, yeah, fucking turned into a fucking firecracker when he got hit by, on the head by fucking Jamal Hill. He got yeah. bombed. <laughs> well, to me, it seems like his Looney Tune-esque offensive striking is finally matching up with his real human power. And, like, he's finally putting together an actual fighting style that isn't just like, oh, let's see what the fuck if Johnny Walker does a backflip today. It seems like he's actually becoming a legitimate fighter in the light heavyweight division. And I am actually wildly interested for this matchup. I'm riding Magomed heavy. I feel like his skill, yeah, and his ability to mix it up is going to be really overwhelming for Walker. But then again... What if Magomed shoots and Walker throws a knee? Anything's yeah. possible. 
But yeah, I'm never going to bet on him, but I definitely think he wins this. Yeah, I I completely agree. I think but, I'm dude, the... I I I might go to church like every Sunday and fucking be the holiest person on on the earth if God gives me this gift of fucking Jamal Hill or not Jamal Hill, Johnny Walker fucking Looney Tune knock, knocking out of uh knocking out on Goliath. And the crazy part is, say he were to knock him out early, he might be the next title fighter, depending yeah. on Jamal Hill's recovery. He's easily the number one contender if he yeah. gets a fucking finish here. Unless Jamal Hill comes back before that, but I don't. I think he's on a long timetable, from what I understand. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if they put Jamal right back. In, I mean, they did for years, so I guess so. But yeah, I, I don't know. Never, never always guaranteed that they put him right back into that title fight. We're both going to ride with Ankalaev. He's way too sharp, and he has way too many ways to beat Johnny Walker. But do not be shocked here, because like you were saying, Magomed Ankalaev, one of the slowest, slowest, not even in terms of actual physical speed, but in terms of like excitement, fighters that we've ever seen in the UFC. Oh, don't... yeah, I'd I rather watch two turtles fuck on drying paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't be shocked. If Johnny Walker can somehow make this an interesting fight, it might lean his way. That's all I'm going to say. If he can get it to that point to be a bar and brawl, maybe he wins on the scorecard, but I doubt it. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. That's a big fight. has a lot of title implications. Next fight we're going to talk about, middleweight. We got Ikram Aliskarov coming in at 14-1, fighting Walry Alvarez coming in at 15-6. and six. I think this was short notice for Mr. Alves. Uh, to me, this is just, it's not heavyweight, but they're both big boys. And this is just going to be your classic. This should have been the heavyweight barroom brawl on the fucking main card that they always throw in. I think this just took its place. What do you think? Uh, yeah. And I don't know if it's going to be much of a two-way brawl. I think it's going to be a fucking murder. And I mean, I I wanted to talk about Mr. Liskarov. Yeah, I, I think Egrom's going to fucking knock Warley's head into fucking Ethro. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Dude, he just flatlines Spencer off. This is short notice. Fucking Warley. Fucking Wario's coming up and wait. I mean, I don't see this going Wario's way at all. Yeah, and no, Ikram comes in with a four-inch reach advantage, three-inch height. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, so make, make my lock of the night. Hamza on one leg, and Ikram to knock out fucking Walu- <laughs> Waluigi on the other leg. All right, let's talk about the last fight on the main card. We have Saeed Nurmagomedov coming in at 17-3, fighting Muin Gufarov coming in at 18-5. Saeed, don't let the name fool you. We've talked about this many of times. He is an elusive striker from the Nurmagomedov tree. Not related. Yeah, not a great grappler, weirdly enough. No, not a great grappler whatsoever. Um, what? Who are you taking in this fight? I think this is a pretty interesting one. Muin's got the youth. I think he had the reach. No, he's two inches shorter on the reach, so really just has the age. Uh, what are you thinking about this one? Yeah, I'm, I'm a rock with Saeed. I mean, his last his last loss short was a loss, but it kind of aged fucking great last week after that fucking Jonathan Martinez not. Or, yeah, that's who it was. Knockout on fucking, what you call it, Yanez. Yeah. So, I, 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 I think I'm not holding that against him at all. And I think the reach advantage, even though I hate 
bringing in reach advantages to fight because it's MMA. Who fucking cares? They're not fucking st- staying boxing back and forth. And a lot of them don't know how to use it either. Yeah, but Saeed, that's his whole game is using his reach. And I, I think I think he's going to be able to keep it at a distance where he wants and just pick them apart. Yeah, and uh, the only way I could see him winning, uh, I'm talking about Gufarov, is that in his uh, contender series fight, he landed five takedowns for a good bit of control time. But while Saeed isn't, like you're saying, not the best grappler, he's also not the easiest to get down. His takedown defense hasn't really been bad, and he can get back up to his feet. So I think he's going to be able to control the complete pace of this fight. This is a big fight for Gufarov. I mean, it's a big fight for both guys, but I think Saeed will be a lot more ready for the moment. We're going to talk about a few fights in the prelims. Uh, Tim Elliott taking on Muhammad Makayev. Jeff, what do you think about this one? Is it going to be a clean one for Makayev, a dirty fight? How's this going to pan out? There's never, there was no such thing as clean one for Makayev. It's always a fucking dirty one, but yeah, I mean, sure, I'm scared he just got his knee shredded to fucking Swiss cheese and fucking whatever you want to call it, but I'm no stooge. I see Mikhaev. I I take Mikhaev. I know he's gonna win. He's yeah. the best thing going in this division, honestly. Yeah, I completely agree, and I I think people think his train's gonna derail, which it will at some point. But I don't think Tim Elliott's the guy to do it. Fuck I, no. Like I don't think I, he just. No offense to Tim Elliott, but fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Like I think at some point. He's not just going to shoot to the top and stay undefeated. He's going to get derailed and look bad one fight. But I don't think Tim Elliott's the guy to do it. Tim Elliott's also a wrestler, so I don't really know how that's going to suit here. Until Muhammad Makayev... I, I actually think he will stay undefeated because he's looked bad enough in his wins where I think he can learn from him. Maybe. I take something. Yeah, that could be. I just think once he meets a legitimate striker, it's going to be an interesting matchup. I don't think that's Tim Elliott. I don't think... The Makayev hype trains dies on U- UFC 294. I agree with you. Makayev gets another win. We have Muhammad Yaya. I believe this is, yes, this is UFC debut. His professional record's 12-3-0, fighting Trevor Peak at 8-1-0. Jeff, please tell me you're taking Peak. Come on. What, what do I look like? Trevor Peak's, Trevor Peak only came here to beat ass and throw punches like he's a fucking abusive drunk fucking father. <laughs> of course I'm going to take Trevor P. Fuck yeah. What am I, not American, brother? <laughs> Me too. And uh, I watched a little bit of Muhammad Dude. Yaya's tape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. It's the only thing I can guarantee out of this thing. I mean, I, I'm not sure if Trevor P's going to win. I'm damn sure I want him to win. But, dude, this fight's going to be goofy as all hell. These motherfuckers just leave their chin out there and throw bombs. Yeah, this is this is going to be what I envisioned a Johnny Walker fight would have been at this point in his career, but the tables have fucking turned. Let me tell you, the tables have turned. Next, we have one of the hottest prospects in the UFC right now, Javid Basharat coming in at 14-0, taking on Victor Henry. This could... All week, I'm sitting here thinking, this could be testy for Basharat. But then I'm thinking, is this the guy, Victor Henry, who lost to Sun Sal pretty handily? And I'm pretty sure it was. And in that fight, the way a Sun Sal was able to handle Henry is how I think Basharat would be able to handle Henry. Mix in a couple takedowns, 
eat up the clock and just work him on the feet. I don't think Victor Henry has enough in his – this is no offense to him at all, but I don't think he's got enough in his bag. I don't think he's his skill set is adequate enough to beat a guy like Javid Basharat. What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, I, I definitely think – I think Javid's going to win, but I don't know. These motherfuckers just both – I mean, Javid, he looked a little beatable last fight. Yeah, versus uh Mendoza, right? Yeah, yep, yep. yep. And I, I think I do. These guys just both put their foot on a fucking gas the whole time. They're going to bring it to each other. Victor Henry at plus four ten is an absolute play. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm taking Javid Basharat from the yeah, analysis for, standpoint, but betting, yeah, yeah. Dude, give me Victor Henry plus 410 in a dog fight? Are you crazy? Yeah, because what's that put Boss right at? Like minus three something? No, he's like minus 700 or some crazy shit. Seven? No, it's not. Minus 590. Oh, yeah. No shot now. <laughs> yeah. That's a no yeah, that, bet. That's, that's a wild. no bet for me. Absolutely no bet. Yeah, and like you said... Not to mention Javid Basharat's last performance was his most disappointing since he's entered the UFC by far. Against a guy in Mendoza who really doesn't have all that much experience either. So, yeah, this could turn into an ugly one. Yeah, this could turn into an ugly one. I think Basharat's just going to do as he should and win handily. But who knows? Betting odds, I mean, you lay 20 bucks on Victor Henry. That's that's great. Covers the pay-per-view and a couple drinks. I mean, that's not a bad take either. Seriously, I mean, plus 410, give me that. Yeah, I wouldn't blame anyone. Uh, last fight we're going to talk about, Abu Azatar taking on Cedric Dumas. The only reason I really wanted to mention this one is because I really like watching Cedric Dumas. And this was when Courtney came on the pod me one night, her lock of the night. So pretty sure she's going to double down the lock. Cedric Dumas, uh, he, he's got work to do as a fighter. He's exciting to watch, but he's definitely got some work to do. But I would tune in for this one. I think this one's going to be pretty damn exciting. Yeah, no doubt. And I also wanted to give a give a fucking shout, fucking uh, a highlight of fight, the fucking opener of this one, the old fucking pirate, the old pirate. Oh, the bullet. Oh, the bullet. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, fucking taking a break from whipping fucking married couples' asses for kissing <laughs> in public, and dude, not gonna lie. I think he might get beat. I, I, what do you think about? I think He's this a could ginormous favorite. I he also is. think this could very well shape up to be the fight of the night. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, I mean, uh, two brawlers going at it to really earn their. I mean, Silva's beaten a couple guys, but to really earn their keep in the UFC on a huge card like this, I think this could shape up to be a huge fight. Yeah. I think it will be a fight night if fucking Shara wins. But if Bruno has any chance and if he has any fucking brain cells, he's gonna wet blanket him the whole time. He's he's got to. This fucker he he's a weapon in the fucking in the close range striking. Shara's an absolute weapon. I mean you can ask that dude who just kissed his wife and fucking on that escalator. <laughs> he's fucking scary <laughs> yeah but, I, i'm with you but he has absolutely no grappling at all like at all no, <laughs> his grappling's he's... fucking awful so yeah horrendous. I, I think bruno's grappling is actually pretty good and i think he can pull it off as a huge dog here 
Me too. And I also think even if it stays in the feet, uh, yes, Shara definitely has the better combos and he's a little slicker on the striking. But Bruno packs a fucking punch too. Like, it's not necessarily to say if it stays in the feet, it's automatically over. If Bruno can catch him with something big, I mean, it might be good night. Who knows? Yeah. But, we'll see what uh, happens. Yeah, I'm a little scared. Shara definitely has some of the best Muay Thai like, going into UFC I've ever seen. Yeah, and needless to say, at 10 a.m. Saturday, the first fight of the night being this, I mean, how does it get fucking better? Yeah, oh my god, dude. Uh, One more fight I wanted to talk about. the pirate. (laughs) One more fight I wanted to highlight. Really just wanted to highlight Nathaniel Wood. He's on a three-fight win streak. Oh, yeah. Charles Rosa, Charles Jordan, and Andre Feely. That's a pretty good win streak he's put together. Muhammad Naimov, he's not too bad either, but I'm really interested in watching Nathaniel Wood and the just progression of his career. I'm really excited for this one. I'm glad they made this. You're a trying to watch part. Wood grow? <laughs> Thanks, <Almost>. Jeff. <laughs> is is Na- Naimov the one who just beat Malarkey too? Yep. Yeah, so this, this should be a wildly interesting fight. I actually think they did the early prelim and prelim pretty good. I think the main card's a little weak, but... I think the prelims are pretty decent. Yeah, and honestly, the main card is not that bad because you got to think it's in Abu Dhabi. Obviously, it's going to be a whole bunch of fucking wet blankets. Yeah, and it's just one of them very top-heavy pay-per-views. Like, the top three fights are pretty fucking awesome. The yeah. other two is like, eh, yeah, I could. Uh, the other two could have headlined fight nights for me. Yeah, no doubt, but I, I think it's an absolute fucking banger, no doubt. Oh, I'll be tuned in. I'm super excited for this card. Yeah. Like you said, I'm actually super excited for the next like month. Then we have John Almeida, Derek Lewis. That's a huge one. I don't want to watch it. Two ninety five, which I really wish we'd go to, but I'm not paying eight hundred bucks to up yeah, top. Good fucking luck. You better yeah. fucking start selling crack now. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. Uh, Brendan Allen, Paul Craig, another great one. And then it's uh, Leon Colby, and I think that's the last pay-per-view of the year. Leon Colby, Pantoja, Roy Vall, and then Shavkat's back. It's another no, I, awesome card. Those might be next year, actually. Nah, December 16th. That's, ah, that should ah. be the Because the last yep. one's always in Vegas. Yeah. They always do that big last one in Vegas. I so, always yeah. like the big, big fucking year in review thing they do after that one. <laughs> uh, me too. I listen to like everyone that like I watch the UFCs. I listen to aerials. I usually listen to like if Anik does one or whoever. No, else. I'm talking about the whole mon. They do like a big old montage yeah. after your last fucking part of every year. Yeah, the UFCs video they put together. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited for the next month or so of you. I'm excited for the UFC period, but the next month or so, I. Really excited for it. I'm excited to see what happens with Sugar going forward, Sean Strickland. I think next year is going to be filled with some bangers, though. Yeah, no doubt. Well, thank you guys for listening. Please stay tuned. We're going to review this card. Hopefully on Sunday, Max's pipe bursts in his house. I think he's fucking swimming in his bedroom right now. So we'll see how he pans out Sunday. Might just be me and Jeff again, depending on how it goes. But we'll be back for the review. Thanks. Thanks.